Welcome to Writer, Writer, Pants on Fire, where authors talk about things that never happened to people who don't exist. I'm your host, Mindy McGinnis. You can check out my books and social media at mindymcginnis.com and visit the Writer, Writer, Pants on Fire blog at writerwriterpantsonfire.com. If you'd like to listen to the podcast ad-free for only $2 a month, you can now do that through Patreon. Visit Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Mindy McGinnis or click the link in the episode credits to learn more. Today's guest is Lori Raider Day, winner of both the Mary Higgins Clark Award and the Anthony Award. Her novels, The Black Hour, Little Pretty Things, and The Day I Died have all been nominated for numerous awards in the mystery genre. Lori joined me today to talk about the work that goes into a novel before you ever query it, the benefits of joining professional writing organizations, as well as the moving rung of what we deem success after being published. Nothing But Sky by Amy Trueblood 18-year-old wing walker Grace will do anything to get to the 1922 World Aviation Expo, even if it means risking her life every day. A thrilling YA historical publisher's weekly calls a post-World War I epoch with visceral period detail. Available in stores now. My audience base is mostly aspiring writers, so one of the things they like to hear about is how successful writers made that journey from aspiring to published. So, first off, how did you acquire your agent? The old-fashioned way, I wrote a letter. Now, I actually used email. The hard work was done beforehand. I took an extra year, full year of revisions, before I even thought about sending it out. And then I sent out eight letters, and one of them was the agent I still work with. I had a novel in the drawer at the time this was going on. So even the year and a half of working on the novel, The Black Hour, that got published, at the time I still had finished manuscript that I had never sent out. So when you say that it took you three weeks to get an agent, that was just your querying process. You had written one novel that was trunked. You had a second novel that you had taken a year to write and then another year to revise. So you might have gotten landed in three weeks, but how many years of work would you say you'd put in before that? <laughs> Let's call it five years. Five years, yeah. That sounds about right. I know among my writer friends that we have sat and compared notes and talked about time and found that on average, it's about seven years. You are the recipient of numerous awards, including the Mary Higgins Clark Award and the Anthony Award. So do you find that awards boost your readership and sales, or is the reward more about recognition? I don't think it can hurt, right? I mean, it's, there's nothing in winning an award that's probably going to hurt your sales. For the most part, I don't really look at the numbers. What that does for you is it sort of gives you some clout within the mystery community. But sales, who knows? I was talking with someone the other day who is a New York Times bestselling author, and she was saying that she is jealous of my Edgar Allan Poe Award, and I am jealous of her sales. And (laughs) sometimes it feels like that's the deal. You either get the awards or you get the sales. It's pretty hard to get both. 
maybe Megan Abbott, she's blowing up with her new book. And, and it seems like, you know, she's definitely been an award winner in the past. I have to say, I'm jealous of your Edgar, that little <laughs> Edgar head. Thank you. <laughs> he is so cute, and I totally want one. I know. Well, I'm jealous of your Mary Higgins Clark and your Anthony. It's a very nice award. It's nominated and voted on by the people who go to BoucherCon, many of whom are our peers, the mystery writers, but also, you know, industry people and the readers. BoucherCon is a reader's conference. Can you talk a little bit about BoucherCon and what it's like and whether or not that's a useful experience for aspiring writers? Or is it more of a reader-based is technically a reader's conference. Mm -hmm. So it would probably be, it's a little overwhelming, I have to admit. The first time I went, I only knew one person in about 1800. But I think it's a really great exercise if you can get to a BoucherCon. It's a great experience. It's about building your community, building your network, finding people who can show you what a writing life looks like and uh, introduce you to, you know, the ways that the world works uh, in publishing. I think within all publishing, community is a huge keyword to success. People sometimes hear that about community and they think that we're saying that success is in who you know, and that's not necessarily true. It's in that we are all working within a small community and creating a web of contacts. When we say that it's who you know, that feels like exclusivity when really what we're operating within is very inclusive and a new person can be brought into a fold very quickly. And I have found that to be true in the YA community. Do you think that that's true within um, the mystery community as well? Oh, absolutely. The mystery community is really generous. I heard it before I got there and then I got there and immediately uh, realized it was true. I just, I think it has to do with the fact that mystery readers are voracious. They want you to have a book a year and they, they have enough room on their shelves. And so that just creates this, this place where I can 